you feel it. Nothing can save you, for this is the season of catching the vapors. And since I got time, what I'm gonna do is tell you how they spread it throughout my crew. Well, you all know T.D. Swan, who sang on my records. Make the music nobody beats the biz, well, check it. Back in the days before this began, he used to try to talk to this girl named Fran. The type of female with fly Gucci wear, with big truck jewelry and extensions in the hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, nigga, please, you work for UPS. Since he wasn't no type of big drug dealer, my man T.J. Swan didn't appeal to her. But now he trucks gold away with fly belly boots, rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his beeper number, she be begging please. Dying for the day to get skis. She caught the vapors. She caught the vapors. She caught the vapors. She caught the vapors. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. That was the vapors, one of my absolute favorite biz songs. And uh, yeah, 2021 fucking sucks. Like, when is this year gonna stop taking our grades? When? Hip hop, I don't think we can take too many more hits. I'm not ready for it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not ready for it. It's, it's, it's just, it's too much. Too much death surrounding us all lately. I unfortunately recently had a family member pass went back to Detroit for a good two weeks had some good times but it, it was a very somber trip um, and it just got me thinking about how even though we all know especially me I know that death is the debt that all men pay and even with knowing that that is the the end result for us all it's never it never gets easier to deal with um It, it was hard for me personally with my family member because I've, I've gone home, I've talked to people, I've asked, oh, how is so-and-so doing? And can I give me a report? I call the next week and, oh, so-and-so asked about you. And I'm like, okay, next time I make it home, I'm definitely going to go and see her. And I was on my way to Detroit, on my way home, and I got the call that she had passed away. And I still haven't really truly cried. Like I've shed a few tears, but I'm still waiting on that just like complete breakdown moment because I still don't believe it. This woman was so full of life, always so happy. Anytime I saw her, she had a smile on her face. She, she was just a joy to be around. And it really sucks that I didn't get to tell her before she was gone how much I loved her, how big of an impact she played on my upbringing and just, you know, those random times we did meet and we would sit around and chat. You know, she gave me so much wisdom. And, and again, it was always happy times when we were around um, Hazel. So rest in peace also to you, Hazel. I love you. And it just, it, it makes me want to come on here today and just give people their roses while they're here. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you care. Tell them that they have had an impact in your life, no matter how insignificant it may seem 
to them, make sure that they know that they were there. They, they were helpful. They looked out for you in a way that they probably didn't even think they were there. That means a lot. That means a whole lot because the last thing, the last thing that you want to do is grow old with regrets. Um, I know that's one of the things my grandfather told me the first time, you know, I saw him after, you know, we found out she had passed away is, you know, he said now he, he had a lot of regrets looking back now and thinking about the way things played out the last few years. He, he regretted a lot and felt like he could do more. So if you have a chance to be there for someone, to show someone you love them, tell someone you love them, tell them they care, make sure they know. Make sure they know because you don't want to live life with regrets. You don't want to be towards the end of life with regrets because the older we get, the harder it becomes to go back and make things right or, or, or put back together those bridges we possibly burned. I, and, and don't get me wrong, some bridges, keep them bitches burnt, okay? Some bridges deserve to be burned to the fucking ground. But if you burnt a bridge and you have a regret about that big bridge being burnt, then definitely don't wait until it's too late to say something. Don't wait until it's too late to make things right. Don't wait until it's too late to let people know that they are loved. Give them their roses now. Um, in the meantime, in between time, this is Nabor here with Awkward Menage Podcast. My hair is a little, this little blonde thing I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to do. But right now, with this yellow shit, I think the proper name to go by is Golden Lord Queen Nabor. Like, I couldn't... <laughs> I sat there like for a good hour after I took the bleach out of my hair. Just like, it kind of looks like a sponge, but there's another reference here that hits the nail on the head and the golden words from Meteor Man. That's what this hair reminds me of. So I don't mind, you know, I'll be a golden lord all day, every day for the next week until this shit gets taken care of. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's been a wild time. A wild last few months, just a wild, just fucking year, yo. Since this election, this last election, Trump versus Biden, black people showed out. Y'all showed the fuck out. I can't even include myself because I didn't vote. I don't give a fuck, okay? Lesser of two evils. I don't vote for any evil. If you're evil, I'm not going to vote for you. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But I will applaud all of you awesome black people that showed up to the polls and turned out because as you know you saw as our governments can clearly see when black people show up and unify for a cause we make some goddamn change we make a difference and I feel like that's why right now there's so much push to restrict our vote we have several states that are pushing to expand the vote, while so far, I believe 18 states, including the state I'm in now, Texas, have voted to restrict our votes, restrict mail-in ballots, restrict, um, you know, what's legal at the polls, what you can do, what you can't do, what you need, what you don't need. Uh, yeah, they're trying to take our right to vote away from us at a very, very big rate because they don't want what happened in the 2020 election to happen again. 
So with that being said, clearly that election wasn't supposed to go the way it went. Clearly us black folk unified, it made something happen. My question is, how do we pick and choose which causes we will stand together behind and which causes we don't? How do we choose it? Because while we got Biden in office, yay, no more Trump, hooray. Okay, that's federal level. Let's look at the state level. Let's look at, let's, let's just use Texas, for example. Okay, I'm in Texas. Texas has restrictive voting rights. Texas has also recently, this past Friday, uh, voted to do away with critical race theory. Meaning it is no longer mandatory to discuss slavery in schools. It's no longer mandatory to discuss white supremacy, civil rights. What happens to Black History Month in Texas? I don't think people realize what type of precedent these bills that are being passed will set. Because, oh, it's only 18 states right now that's restricting our voting rights. But what happens when it goes to 40, to 50, to all of them? Oh, it's only Texas that has done away with critical race theory. But what happens when it's no longer just Texas and it's every state in the United States? What happens then? I feel like right now we need unity across the board more than ever, more than ever, because the way that I see things going in a few years, we, our generation is going to have the same fight again for civil rights that our parents and our grandparents went through. We are going through the same thing. It's like everything, maybe I'm the only one that's noticed. I don't know. It's like everything is coming full circle. They had an issue, right? They couldn't vote. They were black. They, they ain't got no rights. They had to fight for that, right? We had to fight for Black History Month. We, our parents and our grandparents, they fought for that. And we are seriously, seriously, seriously dropping the ball because we're letting them get away with it. We don't unify. We don't stand up and be counted for shit, except the vote. My question is, why do we have so many different organizations for black people, for the black cause to make this happen, to make that happen, yet nothing happens? We have about 10 different organizations fighting for the same thing and we're still fighting. We got organization A over here, right? They're fighting for justice reform. We have group B over here, right? They're, they're fighting for police reform. But if we reform the police, we can reform the justice system. I, I see those two in one. So why aren't these two organizations coming together, pulling together, working together to actually make a bigger impact and a bigger change? It kills me when everyone is talking about unity, 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 we need unity, we need unity. Okay, we all know we need unity. Who is going to be the one to step up and create it? Who is going to be the one to go around to all these different organizations and say, all right, y'all doing good by yourself, but we can do better together. We can be stronger in numbers, numbers. 
but it does not start and it does not stop at the federal elections. We have to be involved in state elections, city elections, like all across the board elections. You can't just keep letting them take away our rights. It's like, yay, Juneteenth is now a national holiday. Oh my God, let's party. Even though the slaves weren't freed on Juneteenth, let's go ahead and act like that's the end of slavery because that's the day the government gave us. Meanwhile, no one seems to give a fuck about the laws being passed, restricting our voting rights, restricting our right to talk about the race and the bullshit we go through, we have gone through in this country, right? No one seems to care that housing is shitty, right? You get out and it's, you get housing. They pay your rent. Don't matter if the house you're living in falling apart. It doesn't matter if the house you're living in might give you mold, lead, any of that. Shit. You got housing, right? That's great. Perfect. They give you a little bit. They give you teeny tiny fractions of what we ask for. And then that's okay. No one's worried anymore. No one's fighting anymore because now we have a national holiday. Oh my God, they're recognizing our struggle. No, the fuck they not. They gave you a holiday and then said you can't talk about race theory. When will we realize these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about us? This government does not give a fuck about us. This government was not created to get us ahead. And, and when I'm speaking of us, I'm not even just speaking of Black people now. I'm speaking of the American people. The government here in the U.S. of A. was created to continually pad the pockets of the 1%. That 1% of people with all the wealth. While the rest of us scrap and fight and go for blows over a fucking American dream, there is no American dream. I mean, it's a dream. I mean, the American dream is just that. It's a dream. It's not reality. So while you're working towards the American dream, you are missing the American reality. And the American reality is that they don't give a fuck about any of us. If you're not in the 1%, if you're not wealthy, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't care. But we sit here and we keep capping for these fucking politicians and these fucking people because... Again, they give us a fraction of what we ask for. We ask for reparations, right? We ask for justice system reform. We ask for our schools and our neighborhoods to not continuously be shut down so our children can get an education. I went home to Detroit, every single elementary school, middle school, and high school I went to in that city is closed. We ask for fair housing. We didn't ask for a fucking fake ass holiday to celebrate the end of slavery that really wasn't even the end of slavery. Because if you ask me, in my personal opinion, we still fucking slaves in this fucking United States of America that they pretend to be so fucking great. I'm sorry for cussing. I'm mad. Like I'm pissed off mad. Because everybody can sit around and talk. Everybody can sit around and make a plan. But when it comes time to ask people to move, to do something. No one wants to show up. So I'm upset, but I'm still going to cap 
for all of us. I'm still going to do what I know I can do and what I feel I need to do to try and at least make some fraction of a change. You know, I've, I've given up with the naivete of thinking I can save the fucking world. We can't. This shit is just how it is. And it's going to get worse because we still got 90% of these motherfuckers in the matrix. 90% of them still walking around blind as fuck. Probably even 99%. Shit, it's probably only 1% of us. Why do you got the 5%? It's fuck that. It's the one percenters that actually know and actually fucking care about what's going on and actually trying to make a change. Uh, Mario Pai, artist from Detroit. He um he had a shirt that was written. I gotta see, I gotta find out where he where he got that shirt. Um, but Mario Pai, with for music, he had a shirt on in a picture, and it said, Be the change you want to see in Detroit. I'm trying to be the change I want to see in my hometown, my home city, Detroit, and I don't even live there anymore. So you can't tell me that you can't stand up and be the change that you want to see in your neighborhood. We all have the means to do it. What's stopping us? What's stopping you? There should be nothing stopping you. Be the change you want to see in the world, period. Point blank, flat out. And that's all I got to say today for you folks. Golden Lord Nabor out. Peace.